0: So this is Questo. we are backstage in the band room at the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon uh, with three really awesome dudes, De La Soul. Um, We have a few questions that our our fan base asked. We have Robin D. Boyd's 15. Mm -hmm. And they asked, how did you choose the name De La Soul?
1: Man, uh, my my family, my family is Haitian. And uh, a little bit of that lingo, a little French in there, a little broken French, um, had us, had me thinking an an uh, an optional alternative other than of the soul. Right. Um, thought it was a cool
0: name of the soul coming from the soul. And I was like, well, let's spice it up a little bit to try. De La Soul. Uh, was that um, the only name that you guys have chose? Because a lot of groups, like, we went through four names that right. are
1: very embarrassing before we got to the groups. Yeah. What, honestly, what were the, the other names of the group? Honestly, the threesome, that was the name. That, just me, the one me, because prior to being the three guys, there was four of us, and before even that, it was just myself and Paz. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself and Paz was down <laughs> the street with another two, that, and we were called Easy Street. Right. Broke off from them, and then Mace came along with Charlie Rock. Charlie so, Rock eventually left, and that's when we came up with the right. Now, obviously,
0: Maceo, you're Vincent Mason, so that's how you got your name.
1: Yeah. Pass. Pass
0: and News.
2: Explain the genesis of your name. How'd you get that name? I used to, you know, I wanted to rhyme, so I used to call myself or made up a name called MC Legiticus. Um, <laughs> Way more than that. What? <laughs> MC Legiticus. Yeah. I, I love music always, so, you know, I always tried to, like, play around with the DJ. Right. But when I started to rhyme or write rhymes, I was like, you know, I wanted to be logical and smart, like Cool Key. So I called myself MC Legiticus. So when I decided to go back to deep, to, to like trying to DJ, I figured, well, like let me just put the words, you know, backwards, like like Sop Sounds. I one of the, the word one of the, the names I wanted to, to call Easy Street was Sop Sounds. Dave was like, nah, and a lot of them was like, nah, I don't like that name. So I was like, well, let me call, let me use it, DJ Sop sound. I see. So when I turned sock backwards, it became pause, sound became news. Now, Dave, yes sir. Of course, you were formerly Chukoi the Dub. Yes sir. And then
0: after Balloon Mind State, your third record, you just became Dave. Yeah. Why
1: why that Um I was I was going through something I think at that time. A little fed up with the industry. A little uh discouraged, just just being a young kid and and, and and seeing so much happening at a fast pace, right, kind of discouraged me a little bit. And I just felt like, you know I, This is no longer an act. I'm no longer taking this character up or this person up. I am Dave, I'm just gonna keep So true. Fair. So True Goy is dead? True Goy is... I thought you just stopped eating yogurt. Oh no, I, I still eat yogurt. I love yogurt. True Goy is yogurt back. by the True with Goy, Goy is still alive, and You know, I got a lot of fans that call me uh, mm. True Goy alone. Even some behind your back, I do still call you True Goy. Yeah, some, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> still be like, true oh, and I got,
2: New York loved it because they thought he was 5% nations.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All
0: right, so Papa New Guinea to ask, uh, who have you most enjoyed working with? You guys worked with a lot of people when yeah, you mm-hmm. work. You worked with Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. uh, uh, David Byrne, David mm-hmm. Byrne, mm-hmm. Uh, on this record alone, yeah, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. there's yeah. how many? Well, who have you worked with? who were like the? Macy's Park was one that was of the, the fun. He, that was, 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 he the was just fun. so much fun. fun. Pee Wee Ellis and um. That's on the Balloon Mind State record. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I mean, they told us a lot of great James Brown stories, and just to see them with. It was funny team. to see um, Tariq
3: play Pee Wee Ellis. Oh yeah, yeah and the, James right, Brown yeah. because that very story Pee Wee told in the studio mm-hmm. so it had me reflecting on that and had me bugging out because Pee Wee told one of those that was one of the stories they told about James Brown how Pee Wee used to tease right James because he used to and imitate tease. James yeah and, right and they, used to, they really said Maceo and um, James Brown used to bump heads a lot that's crazy so Adjuster jester asked how long did it take you to create
0: Three Feet High and Rising, your debut record. Man. Well, I know your first record is like your lifetime's work. Yeah. It's such a dense, complex record. How long did it take from
3: beginning to end to make that record? I don't
2: remember. I don't
3: remember. I would say... It couldn't have been that long, though. No, I would say 85. (laughs) Things started materializing when we were playing around with little samplers like SK-1 and mm-hmm. SK-5 Casio samplers, mm-hmm. putting putting them up to the speaker, mm-hmm. recording it to a four track, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of ideas was coming around like
1: 85. I remember we did ghetto thing like yeah. five yeah, right. different ways. Was it a year? Was it five months? Was In terms there, of like how long, long it took us to record, record the record, you remember? It couldn't have been. The actual album itself, yeah. yeah. so, I would say, Two months. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't man, long. That's quick.
0: Yeah, it wasn't at long at all. I mean, we were
1: basically going up there with a mm. lot of homework done. And that's mm-hmm. something that we, you know, principal was like key on getting the work done before you get into the studio and and having it ready. And for us, a lot of it was so spontaneous, and we recorded and kept everything. So yeah. we was knocking out stuff quick. I see. Yeah. All right. So short kid, deep voice. asked. That's right. His name
0: is short kid, deep, deep voice. Um. <laughs> He says that basically a, a lot of new rappers in the game don't necessarily know the history of the genre. And do you think this is a problem? Do rappers have a responsibility to know their history, or is it just looking ahead? I I've, black people are not necessarily nostalgic. Nostalgic, historic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Even okay, so even with you guys, like if people come up to you and be like, "Yo, like." Saturdays was my favorite. So, like they, were say like,
2: oh, when I was in first grade, mm-hmm. and
0: like, do you kind of cringe a little bit? Like, uh oh,
2: just tell me I'm ninety already. Like, no, no, I don't. I don't think we look at it like that, honestly. Were you no. proud sages? Yeah, like, well, yeah, good. yeah. Well, it's it's a blessing to have people, you know, let you understand where they were and what your music means to them. Um, and I think it's definitely important. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like it's like everyone's responsibility, but it is sad that a lot of kids don't know the history. They'll, they'll know a lot of stuff about violin and gangster stuff, but they won't even know the basis of where hip-hop came from. I, I kind of think that maybe because the internet gives you so
0: much information mm-hmm. that it's like it's overwhelming. Yeah. You ever shop at Jerry's record store in, mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh? No. Alright, so there's, uh, imagine like Amoeba, but Times like ten. Right, right. So much in there. You never get past the letter C. Right. And it's like nine hours later. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's
1: so much information that it's, that it's overwhelming. Yeah, so. I agree with you. I agree with you. But I think there 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 is a part of hip hop historically what's happened, who were the key players, some important things that are <clears throat> that you should have some sort of knowledge of. Mm-hmm. A lot of these kids don't. Know. Yeah. And, and I think so. You some, can't know where you go unless you. Yeah. You absolutely. Yeah. True. True.
0: All right, so Too Fat Canada asks, uh, "I'm a huge Too Fat. Do you pick
2: Canada. them because of
0: the names?" No, I, I look. I was standing these questions. I'm, brand, brand I'm <laughs> Uh I'm a huge fan. Well, it's too Fat. I'm a huge fan from Vancouver, Canada, and I always wanted to see a. Oh really? I always wanted to see a Daylight Roots collab. I, that's what it got <laughs> it. You set this one up, dude. No, I didn't. I, well, okay. <laughs> Too fat ones to know. If De La on the roots, wherever. Wait, where, I'll, I'll go even further because there, there, there is some news out there that's gonna rock the hip hop world when a well known established uh, rapper uh, might play the Billy Preston to somebody's Beatles. Mm-hmm. So can we? Can I join De La Soul? What? Never mind. Thank you very much. <laughs> this is tonight's show. We're Can taking on the roots. So am All right, we'll trade places. Y'all y'all take this gig.
3: I'll go on the road.
0: Thank you very much.
2: Love. Peace. <laughs>